All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 11 of It's Not That Serious, the podcast. I'm Nicole. I'm Esty. And today we are going to be talking about dates that sucked. I I just want to say, like, I know we've been a little spotty lately with the episode posting, but truly we've just been taking vacations. I wish we had a better excuse, but we've just been off. And it was all like, new episode coming four Sundays from now, so... I don't think... does Do people really care, though? I don't think anybody has it, like, in their calendar. <laughs> it's true. We're just... Just in case people are wondering, we're back on some form of a schedule until SD protests again and doesn't want to post an episode. So for now, it should be fine. She seems happy. You were gone longer than I was. <laughs> okay, shh. Listen. Okay. Um, when we did the in retrospect episode, we got a question about what's the worst date you've ever been on. And there was just no way to not have a four and a half hour episode about like all the fucked up dates that we've been on collectively. Oh, yeah, this is going to be actually this is actually a new podcast we're starting called Dates That Sucked by It's Not That Serious, and every, it's just two years worth of episodes. Almost four. Like, we were single for <laughs> the most of the time we were in university. It was just going on really bad dates. My entire life, I was just one gal with one dream. <laughs> I just wanted one time to, like, show up on a date and be like, oh my god, he's cute and he's funny and he's normal. Right? Like, we basically concluded that every day you've been on that didn't end up you being with that person is a bad date. That's a really negative way to look at it, but pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I, there's Yeah, like, I can count on one hand the amount of decent dates I went on where I didn't end up dating the guy. Because I don't want somebody to be listening to this and be like, yeah, you were a shit date too, Nicole. Fuck you. So who is listening? <laughs> All your Tinder boys. <laughs> All the mans are just logging into this. Okay, no, no one's listening to this and it doesn't really matter. But it's just, it's, this is not like a, a I hate boys rant or like... I'm not talking about mediocre dates, like where we didn't click or like it was fine. I'm talking about like shit dates. So I'm not like putting nice dudes on blast that like we had a decent time, but it didn't go anywhere. Like that's not. <laughs> I'm actually just going to make this episode and send it to those boys specifically and be like, you hurt me. Maybe you're just really into shitty guys. So this is very subjective or objective. I'm still not sure. <laughs> you but... still don't know, eh? <laughs> All right, shall we? Let's talk about some shit dates. So this date happened um, back when it was very Tinder and Bumble and all those apps were like really, and everybody was on. So I remember I matched with this one guy on Bumble. It was that profile that like just doesn't have enough information on it, <laughs> but there's like one hot photo. So you're like, I mean, if we're aiming positively here, this should be great. Yeah, if we're being optimistic, He's probably regular. There's just like a one hot photo of him with like a bike in like the city. And you're like, oh, okay, he's outdoorsy. All right. And then the next photo is like a little questionable. And then there's just like his height in the bio or something. And you're like, it's just like not enough, but it's enough that like I'm interested kind of. <laughs> he's, he's messaging fairly normal. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So we decide to go to Three Brewers. <laughs> it's a great restaurant. I used to work there at a different location. So I was like, let's go to Three Brewers. They have great beer and like whatever. They had good nachos. They had really good nachos. Loki, honestly, 
in terms of chains, it's like one of my favorite brewery type pubby places. Okay, so this guy, okay, so he comes and I meet him outside or whatever, and he has no ideas about where to go, which we're also going to talk about later. So I'm like, let's go to Three Brewers because... Oh, he didn't have anything planned, eh? He just showed up. He just showed up and was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, literally my least favorite question, but you know what? (laughs) You had one hot photo and in real life, you're okay now. So So we're walking there and I'm like getting like a super awkward vibe and I'm just like, okay, maybe he's just super nervous. Like guys on first dates, as you know, are typically just disaster zone. So I'm kind of like, maybe he'll warm up to me. Maybe I'm just yelling and I'm not aware of it. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, when we sit down, our waiter happens to be my old manager. Like he transferred. So he's like, oh my God. He's like, let me get you guys free drinks and like all this <laughs> shit. So he like starts bringing out stuff. And he's like, I think he gave us like free apps and like all this stuff starts getting comp because he like remembers me and whatever. And we're talking. And this guy is literally just sitting there, like not even acknowledging anything. Like, He's just, he's not like, wow, that's so cool. Like, let's talk about that now. He's just kind of like staring at me. (laughs) And I'm like, I just got us two free rounds of beers. You don't fucking care. (laughs) So I start asking him about like his work or whatever. And then he told me he worked at, you know, those float pods. Oh, like cryotherapy. Is it crying in there? No, 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 no. Cryo. just cry (laughs) he's crying a pool of water you float in a tube you float in a pod but it's like for like sports therapy and stuff maybe that's um where it's just like really cold air anyway i know what you're talking about but it's not cold water it's like you literally it's like salt water yeah yeah yeah. i know what you're talking about wait he did like that was his hobby or that was his job worked at a float place Which I'm like, that's cool, no judgment. I personally could never because claustrophobia and water for that, I don't know, I just, something about it freaks me out. I don't think you have to do it. (laughs) It's not like he's in there with you. Okay, so I asked him, I was like, oh, so you like floating? And this guy loved floating. This guy floated every day, sometimes for three hours at a time. Whoa. And I'm pretty sure you're only supposed to be in there for like half an hour. I'm pretty sure a session is like, maybe max an hour i don't really know three hours he would flow for three hours at a time but what do you do i don't know what you do yeah that's what i mean like do you take a nap or do you drown like i feel like i'd be scared to yeah, just, i don't know what happens but it, it just felt too long that number he's just mellow as fuck and this guy yeah he was kind of like super chill but i was kind of getting like a first i was like okay he's like kind of a stoner or whatever and like maybe he does like some drugs here and there but so then my manager as a joke brings out so we're talking about floating he brings out this like tin foil made like viking helmet made of like literally kitchen tin foil and he brings it out and he's like happy birthday and he puts it on my head and now the whole fucking restaurant is literally like chanting and like yelling at me and like happy and this is like october like my birthday's in july this is not even close he's just like being funny okay so this guy is so mellow and i don't know what's going on that he barely even smiles and i'm like do you not see what is happening right now? It's like a fiesta of entertainment in front of you and you literally don't care. I'm like, okay. Wow, that's so awkward. So awkward. I'm like trying to ask questions. This guy still is like barely asked me like four things. And I'm, <laughs> he's just nervous. And I'm like, okay, I just think we're not clicking now. So so then it's the final test of the night. The bill comes. Mm-hmm. This bill was 
the only thing left on it out of everything that got comped, including our desserts, including apps, drinks, it was my one quesadilla, which was like $13, and his like one hamburger, which was like also $13. And that was the whole bill. He split it. Oh, wait, did he ask you or did they come? And they're like, two bills or one? And he was like, two, please. And he said two. And then he woke right up out of that flow state. And he was like, two bills. And I was like, okay. And then we left and he messaged me and I blocked him. And that he messaged you after? Yes, being like, let's hang out again. And I'm like, what am I hanging out with? Oh, my God. I thought that was his way of like telling you he wasn't down. I don't know. I know. Like, am I supposed like, okay. My philosophy is it's not like I'm helpless and like I need money and women, whatever. It's like whoever asks the other person for dinner Mm -hmm. pays. That's how I feel. No, I I think I agree um, because like now if I initiate going out, like then I'll pay. Yeah. But first dates like specifically... Like, every other date, I'm down to split, and, like, I get mine, and you get yours. But first date specifically, like, who the fuck is, like, I think that you should take me for dinner. Would you like to take me out for dinner? Like, (laughs) if you're asking me out for dinner, that means that, like, you're treating me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Also, like, it's not, like, I'd feel uncomfortable if they asked me out, and then we went somewhere. I'm not about to get the lobster you know what I mean like I'm being responsible like the least I can do is be like considerate and not be a fucking baller with someone else's money but like in this case when three quarters of the bill is comped literally and I ordered a quesadilla like I wasn't like "Mm, stick breaths like I went low (laughs) because I was like okay I don't know what this is gonna come to and yeah first date and the, the reason I believe this is because like if the person asking is paying for that, like you to be on the date with them, it's like, I care about you. And like, this is a little bit special. And like, I want to show you that I give a shit instead of just like, you're just Wednesday date. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, it's just like yeah. courtesy. Totally. Totally. And you just feel like this, like, okay, if you, if some guy asked me, I don't know, because if, if they're, if you're going to a really fancy restaurant and they picked it, I still feel like you picked this. Like I didn't say I need a lobster roll right now totally but the yeah but like my thing is always like thanks for asking me thanks for paying like i'm not gonna be a dick about it and like get six drinks and like the most expensive shit on the menu like i'm gonna be reasonable but you're still paying exactly there was another date where and this was like okay we went to tim horns after we went like went and got (laughs) classic dinner and i think like the same thing he like didn't pay so i was already like i already i can't with you then we like went to Tim Hortons to get tea, literally a tea. And he went to the counter, bought himself a tea and then looked at me like, now I have to go order. And I'm like, this is like coffee teas. Like if you walk into a coffee shop with anybody, anybody, like any a random person you just met and you're buying a coffee, offer the person a fucking coffee. Oh my God. No, literally. Like if I just met someone once or if I'm like, oh, I recognize you like from that one time three weeks ago at this person's party like what do you want let me get it yeah i'm not like okay i'll take that half of the menu like one tea (laughs) yeah so that's literally that was the circumstance of my day where he didn't pay this whole date was like just (laughs) it was so fucking weird and it it was like anyway let me just let me just tell you (laughs) nicole and i went to college university we went downtown but my parents lived in the burbs, which is like, that happened a lot. 
Um, so for the summer, I like went back to live with my parents. And so while I was like up in the burbs, I met through some high school friends, like through some connection, this dude, I was like, he was hot, but I could tell that he was just like, he gave me like really big, like stoner. I don't have my shit together kind of vibes. And we were probably 20 years old or something like that. We weren't like 16, like we were 20, like go off. You want to smoke smoke, but like it was the like he had that whole vibe where like he just looked like you still had to like wake him up in the morning or he would miss a test like he's a child and you're like okay like you're 20 dude and anyway whatever yeah (laughs) so but I thought he was really hot because he like was mellow and whatever (laughs) so he was like flirting with me and I was like you know I don't know and then nothing happened but then I kept seeing him like in and around like my friends places And he like had my number by this point. And so for like three weeks or like a month, he was just berating me to go out. And I was like, okay, fine, like whatever. Just like to set the stage, like this guy asked me for a (laughs) month to go out with him. Okay. He was like, okay, great. Like there's this really cute coffee shop. We kind of lived close. Our neighborhoods were kind of some, we're kind of next to each other. I think like 20 minutes before our date was supposed to start, he texts me and he's like, hey, like, do you mind picking me up? And I'm like, yeah, okay. But like, I didn't have a car. Like, this was my parents' car because like, I went to school downtown, like nobody has a car. But you're from the burbs. So like, everybody has a license because there's no way to get around without your license. And Nicole can vouch, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. But how is this a conversation coming up 20 minutes before? Right? I mean, when a guy asks you out and tells you the place, like, and it's not like, let's meet there at this time, you kind of assume he's going to swing by and grab you, right? Like, yeah, unless I'm stupid, like, that's the assumption. He's not going to be like, the bus should be in front of your house around 744. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he like texts me and he's like, hey, can you come pick me up? And I was like, okay, sure. And so I'm like, hey, mom, like, I'm going to grab your car to get this dude who I'm going out with. And she was like, okay. And so I get my mom's car and I like go drive to this dude's house and I pick him up and we go to this coffee shop. Same thing happens where he like goes up, he like orders his thing. They're like 325 and he like puts the cash down and walks to our table. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. Like, am I Casper the ghost or like, are we here together? (laughs) But he didn't even acknowledge me. It wasn't like a look back communicating to me telekinetically that he was like not down to pay or like he wanted like there was no it was just it was as if we came separately it was as if we were strangers like he walked up put down his toonie and then like took it to our table and so then I'm just standing there and I'm like all right sweet whatever that's chill I can pay a dollar fifty for my drip coffee like that's absolutely fine it's a little weird that you wouldn't even like enter your mind to pay but that's fine but don't you feel like that like as a concept like somebody doing that is like how they're raised I don't know you know what I I do think in this guy's case he was the baby in his family and so I think that he just wasn't used to like doing stuff for people yeah because this kind of like theme of him being like 
weirdly spoiled and like out of touch plays a role like in our entire date so anyway so I like get my thing and I go sit down and this the conversation is just so fucking awkward and it's we're two 20 year olds from the same neighborhood who have so many mutual friends like there's no way we have nothing to talk about but this guy was stoned out of his fucking mind maybe he was floating before yeah he was definitely floating for like three and a half the same guy (laughs) yeah it's definitely the same dude Uh, that's just his thing he just picks on girls that he thinks he can get away (laughs) with this kind of shit (laughs) anyway so this guy was like really stoned and so i'm like trying to have a conversation and it's just i feel like i'm talking to like a drunk baby (laughs) there's just like no everything i say he's like oh yeah no way and i'm like yeah, dude, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> this happened four minutes ago, remember? Yeah, do you remember that party last weekend that we were both at because we have so many mutual friends? And he was like, no no way. And I was like, yeah, this is happening. This goes on for like 20 minutes. And then I kid you not, maybe 20 minutes into this extremely one-sided conversation, he like reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a roach and he's like, do you want to like smoke somewhere? And I'm like now you want to sm- i mean <laughs> like, i have to drive us both home now so yeah like i'm dd here now you made me dd so <laughs> but then this whole time i'm like maybe i'm weird like maybe this isn't actually weird but then i'm like hold on we're 20 years old yeah if this was like grade nine sure this is a hell of a date you know like go to the movie theaters make out smoke a roach in the back your mom picks you up, it's chill, like... But also, like, if he was super cool, like, if he was just, like, a really cool, like, guy with a lot of personality, and, like, it was really fun, and he's just like, you wanna go get high? And you'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, it's, like, yeah, more of a vibe, instead of, like, I'm talking to a dead body at, like... Literally at the morgue, <laughs> and he pulls out a roach, but... <laughs> and that's also just, like, the whole circumstance is so strange. Like, I literally feel like I'm babysitting. Like, he wants to go get coffee, so I go pick him up, take him to the coffee shop where... I pay for my own coffee. I sit across from this guy with a personality of a cracker. And then he pulls out a roach and he's like, do you feel like, do you want to go like smoke this somewhere? And I was like, I can like see the sexual, the sexuality that is supposed to be in this date just like melting out of it just slowly. I don't know, dude. And I'm like, there's so many, literally you could have done so many things. So many easy decisions could have happened that would have made this astronomically better. And then, like, he just chose to not do them at every turn. And so I was like, okay, like, oh, and I picked him up because he didn't have a license, which is, like, I can't hate for, like, for people, like, not having a license because, like, circumstance or if they grew up in cities where they don't need to or public transit or whatever. But, like, we're in, like, the poster suburbs. Like, it's just plazas and freeways. There's nothing. Nobody walks around, like... It's not like an environment where you can get away with not having your license if you have access to a car, which he did. Like, he had family cars. And it's not like I have a car. Like, I had my mom's car. But, like, everybody has their license. Anyway, that's just a whole side thing. But I don't know. Just, like, everything about him was, like, adding up to, like, the guy that introduced you to pot when you were 13, but he never aged. This That's the guy I was on a date with, <laughs> That was like the best description. Like the first dude who was like kind of sketchy at a party and he was also 13. This is who I'm on a date with, but he's 20 (laughs) and I'm also 20. (laughs) Oh my God. And so we get back in my car 
And he's like, oh, actually, there's like this place in the park down the street where like the trees fell and there was like an old tent there. And it's like the best place to get high. And he's just describing like the sketchiest (laughs) place in the suburb that I'm from. (laughs) And so I drive us to this sketch ass park and we're like smoking under this tree. I mean, I take like one hit because I have to drive and then. And so he's like having a ball. He's getting so high smoking. I'm like, literally, this is, I'm babysitting. Like, I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, like sun setting soon. Like your mom told me I have to drop you off at eight. <laughs> I'm just like sitting on this fucking stump on the ground, like wa- wa- waving my car keys around, like waiting for this guy to finish his J. And so he's having a grand old time, like not saying two words to me. I'm like still trying to have a conversation. At some point, I'm like, I have to call it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I I have to go. Like, I have to get home. Like, I have shit to do. Like, and so we get back in my car and then the windows are up and I'm like listening to music and whatever. And I'm like looking out the window, counting down the fucking seconds where I pull into his driveway and pass him (laughs) off to his mom. And this guy takes the longest, hardest hit and just exhales into my mom's car. Oh my god. I would fucking stop the car right there. But And the windows were up. I just look over and I'm like, you cannot be hotboxing my mom's Honda right now. Also, like, you don't know him. Also, like, he didn't even mention it. Also, fuck this guy. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I don't know him. Like, we just kind of know each other through mutual friends. Like, we've had no relationship before this. This is our first date. Yeah. Now he's hotboxing my mom's car. I'm just like doing 80 in a 20 school zone for the (laughs) suburbs trying to get him home. And so I pull into his driveway and he's like, I had a great time. And I'm like, like, unlocking, open the door for him. I'm like, Mrs. G, come get your boy. I'm done with him. Yeah. He's like, do you want to come in? Like, I'm sure my mom can like, uh, there's extra dinner. And I'm like, I'm not having dinner. No. Like, and this guy like leans over and tries to fucking make out with me in the car that he just hop off. Oh my God. This guy's mom should be paying you for this date. Yeah. I think this is just her way of like not charging babysitters. She's actually running his Tinder account. This girl looks like she can drive you the fuck out of here. Yeah, she's like upstanding, works in finance, catfishing girls, nice girls in her area. Anyway, so yeah, he tried to make out with me and then I I had to do like 10 blocks around my house with all the windows down because I'm like, how do I even explain myself? You can't. To my mom in her Honda. I, I know this sounds like something that could happen in high school, but we were not in high school. Like, we're adults. Smoking weed in a car is not necessarily like, oh my god, he is fucking Satan. Like, but it's like... (laughs) I'm not like a Mormon. Like, it's not like I'm not down to get high. I'm just not down to get high in my mom's car on a first date when we don't know each other on our first date. (laughs) Yeah, when you then have to drive like 10 minutes later and get everybody home. Yeah, I have to Uber him around the (laughs) suburbs. If I asked my mom for her car 20 minutes before I needed it and then brought it back and it smelt like pot, I would be fucking evicted. <laughs> it's just so dis- I, I would never. That's not even a date, though. By that point, I just took myself out for coffee. With, like, a burden also. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he tried to hit me up, like, every time I was in the hood. He was that persistent. Like, how are you not making the slightest effort? Right? 
and to try to like get laid too at the end i'm like you really think you really think i'm turned on right now there's a point yeah i mean it's tough like there's always obviously a level of like i don't know what your life has been and like why you're here but there's a point where like there's so many little common courtesies that you can just be as a human being to other human beings. The thing too is like, I don't actually think adversity makes you a bad date. I've dated a lot of guys that came from like difficult home situations, not a lot of cash, just like their circumstances were much more difficult for them to like put together a nice time, but we still had a nice time. Even if we like grab a slice of pizza for five bucks, like, and go sit in the park and have a nice conversation, like. Yeah, exactly. Because they're just like good people. I don't know. It was just like everything about it was so cringe and like so unattractive. And it's, I know this kind of guy, you know what I mean? Like he's not, Yeah. it's not like he didn't have the opportunities. Like he had all the opportunities. He just didn't take any of them. It's just like the day was just so not about you at all. So I went to a party like a few weeks after and I was talking to his friend and he's like, why'd you blow off my man? Like, he's like really wanting to go out with you again. And I'm like, oh my God, that is like one of my least favorite things. It's like when his friends start coming after you and you're like, I'm not dating you. Like you are not involved in this at all. Like, why are you sitting here calling me? Also, of course, it's always in the situations where like, you're not the one who's a bitch. Exactly. It's not like I cheated on him, set his house on fire and then made him pay for my lobster i literally did everything i could have done to like put the pieces of this date together it's frustrating and you leave you always leave those situations like just feeling a little bit like is it me like am i super demanding and have super high expectations and you're like no it's just yeah you always think that something is wrong with you like you're asking too much or like your standards are too high but i'm like are they? So the one credit I'll give that guy is that he had <laughs> ideas about the outing. That's the... Be, like, they were trash ideas. At least, like, the guy when I went out with and he just shows up being like, so what do you want to do? And you're like, you're telling me that in all of Toronto, you don't have one idea about, like, what the fuck we could do? And, like, and it's not like, what are you into? It's like, what do you, what should we do? Silence. And you're like, oh, I'm the party committee? Like... I hate that shit. Or ask me, like, beforehand. Don't show up and be like, so, like, what do you, where do you feel like going? Yeah. Oh, what if I said snake pit? Like, are we going to go there? <laughs> the aqua lounge. Yeah, the aqua lounge. <laughs> yeah, that is like one of my huge pieces. I don't mind asking, yeah, what you're into, what type of, what do you want to do, dinner or like this? And then maybe it's just bang out one, two places and just, it just, it's literally again, just for the first day, just sh- like try just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's and it's not hard too. Like that's this is what I I think guys are under the impression that like girls are expecting the keg followed by the ballet, and then I'm gonna fly us out to Niagara on the Lake. <laughs> All the girls I know would be so happy with anything. Hey, you know what? There's this really cute place by my house. They do like really chill egg rolls, and afterwards, I thought we could like walk around, like chill in this park, maybe grab a drink somewhere. Like that's all that's all you have to do that's truly sounds it's like you said about the five dollar slice like i'm cool with that if you actually have that idea and you're like 
it just i want to feel like you thought about this for at least four seconds like if yeah if you're like i know a place a pizza place that makes five dollar slices it only comes in one flavor and there's no indoor seating but i know where it is i'm like yeah i'm into that like yeah like at this point like i have no standard of like expectation it's just like put in like a speck of effort you wine and dine me more than guys that have actually tried to wine and dine me (laughs) no but same here like it's just courtesy for like you're out with someone and it doesn't it's not the it's not the bottom line like it's not how much it costs it's just like the courtesy of you asked me to come here exactly without you initiating this i we wouldn't be here like we wouldn't have to do this you wouldn't have to spend any money yeah you're in control of like the cash value of the date like we could go get 7-eleven slushies you know that's chill it's just the thought, like the courtesy that you want to do something nice in an effort to like romance me. Yeah. Make it cute. Make it a little bit cute, you know? And then having ideas, shit like that, they would just show up and they're like, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you feel like doing? I feel like he's waiting for me to be like, do you want to just go fuck? Like, I feel like he's just, there's just no like, it's like also he doesn't want to. Like it's it's like I we're, we have to do it because that's what a date is. It's true. It's like he doesn't even want to do it. And I'm like, "Buddy, I didn't need this. I was just like living my merry life. You told me to come here." <laughs> exactly. And now I'm ready. Where are we going? Yeah, but it was like a similar scenario where this guy like pestered me to go out for so long and then so I get ready and I'm like looking cute. And I'm wearing uncomfortable ass underwear. And and so I show up in the lobby of his like building and he like looks me up and down and then he gets back. He like calls the elevator to go back upstairs and we spent the day on his couch. Like that is so... Okay, I had that happen too. A guy came by and he just started beelining it literally for the elevator. And I was like, where are you going? And he's like, are we going to your room? And you're like, are you fucking okay? Like... <laughs> where why oh my god i was like do i look like a like a service to you you think i put skinny jeans on to sit in my room Are you, i don't put literally that is it i'm not wearing a bra to sit on my bed yeah like <laughs> why the fuck <laughs> yeah like i just want to say once more that the expectation for a nice first date is so low that to fuck up is pretty hard like to fuck up enough that a girl is like rethinking her entire life that takes a lot and it's not your fault if like things don't click or like if it's the conversations a bit awkward because you don't know each other that well or like maybe there's no chemistry like those things you can't help like that's not absolutely not your fault like sometimes people just don't click but at least you tried but it's the guys that like you feel like like they're doing you a favor by being there where they're the ones that asked you to be there and now they're like like what do you what do, i don't know what do you want to do and you're like i'm so, do you want me to go like <laughs> yes yeah, so we don't have to do this at all yeah like i absolutely don't need to be here <laughs> like, this is like part one of like a 10-part docuseries that's coming out <laughs> tip oh my god okay so se has the greatest 
tragic date story I have ever heard in my fucking life, and she wouldn't tell it this time, <laughs> but I'm going to try to force her to tell it as soon as humanly possible, because it's so funny. I think it's just sad. It's so upsetting to me that that happened. <laughs> we'll do one episode where, like, I'll tell the drunk story that was never told, and then you tell the pyramid story, and then... We'll just get it all off yeah. our chests. And then delete it immediately after. Post a story. Uh, sorry, this Sunday it's not happening anymore. We're revoking that episode. Thank y'all for uh, thank y'all for listening to this. We hope that, you know, you found some humor in our dates that sucked. And if you have dates that sucked, tell us. Oh my god, my friends have some great stories. That's what we can yeah, this could be expanded to like and another date that sucked is featuring. Yeah. Alright, bye y'all. See you guys next Sunday. <laughs>